Parshas Boi Shishi, chapter twelve, verse twenty-nine, Perik Yud Beis Posik Choftes. Vayihi b'chatsi halaylo, and it came to pass at midnight. And remember, Rashi said before it was actually b'chatsi halaylo at exactly midnight. It was chatsi halaylo. It was midnight exactly. Vayshem and Hashem Hiko Kol B'Chayr Beretz Mitzrayim. And Hashem smit all the Bukhar Beres Mitzrayim. Even though we say Hashem says Ani, he himself is going to smite, it says Hashem Hiko, Kol Bukhar. We're going to see Rashi says Hashem. Rashi is going to explain the Va Hashem, not just Hashem. Is Hashem who based Dinoy. Rashi is going to explain. But also, we learned about the Mashkis. The Mashkis that was together with him, there was a Mashkis, there was a destroyer. So that means Hashem himself went together with the. Uh, but the other that actually did the damage. So Hashem Hiko called Bukhir Beretz Mitzrayim. And Hashem smote all the Bukhir in the land of Mitzrayim. So over here it says, Mibukhir Pare Hayeshev al Kisoy, from the Bukhir of Pare which sits on his throne, at Bukhir Hashvi, until the Bukhir that's in captivity. Now remember before we had the Loshan Yeshev al Kisa ad Bukhir. There it says uh, not the Shvi, but Bukhar Shivcha. The firstborn. Here it says the Bukhar Shvi. Rashi already explained it before, but it really is the same thing we'll see in the minute of Rashi. Asher Beveis Haboir, that is in the house of the pit, in the dungeon, meaning whoever is in the dungeon. Like we see all the time, there's dungeons were on the pit. Yosef was in a pit. Apparently, there things were in pits, that were their, 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 their prisons. Bukhar Bukhar Beheiman, also all firstborn of the animal. So let's do Rashi. Vashem, Dr. Rashi, call Mokrim Shenemar, Vashem, Shusam, Ibichatzelaila, Hashem. What does it mean, and Hashem? So, Vashem, who, Ubeizdinai. It means he and Hashem, meaning him and his Beizdin. So, not just Hashem. Shahavav, Loshen, Tisafisu. The Vav is a language of addition. Kimoi, Plaini, Ubeizdin. So, it starts with and him. So, Vashem and Hashem. So, Hashem went along. With the Beisdin. And like I said before in the Pasuk, it's also the Mashkis was over there. Zakrashi, he called Bechoyer. He smit all the Bechoyer. Zakrashi, Afshel Uma Acheres Vuhum Mitzrayim. Even if it was of another nation. And Rashi already said this before. So they were also smitten even of the Uma Acheres Vuhum Mitzrayim. I thought I remember Rashi bringing this down before. I'm not sure. I believe Rashi brought it down before. But here it says, Mibechoyer Pari. So over there it says also, Mibachar Pare is Akhtarashi, Av Pare Bechoyer Hoyo. Also, Pare was a firstborn. But Vinishtayer Min Ha Bechoyeris, he was left over from the Bechoyeris. So, Va'olav Hu Oimer, and about him the Pasik says in Shmois Tes, Pasik Tezayim later on, Babur Har Oischo as Koichi to show you uh, my power Biyamsuf. Hashem left Pare. Alive, not to die in the Makas Bechayrus, because the Hashem wanted to uh, show him his power. So, what is the Pshat from Mi Bechayr Pare? So Rashi says, Hapachus Mi Bechayr Pare. Rashi said before, anybody who was less than Bechayr Pare and was above the Bechayr Shivka, that's what uh, Rashi taught before. So, I thought over there anything less than Mi Bechayr Pare. 
including Pare's sons, which is true. But it almost seems from this Rashi, Mi Bechir Pare means that Pare himself should be. Because when the Pasuk says, Mi Bechir Pare Yeshev Al Kisay, so the Torah is saying, so, Ba'amasun Bechir Pare Yeshev Al Kisay too. And it's sort of, the Pasuk says, Mi Bechir Pare Yeshev Al Kisay, he should also be smitten. But the Ebishter says, to, to leave you. Or, mi b'chor pare means actually from underneath the b'chor pare not from, in other words, pare is b'chor, not pare himself. Is only, Rashi is only explaining why Take did the Ebrister not smite pare, why is it only mi b'chor pare, from pare is b'chor. So the touch from mi b'chor pare, meaning pare is b'chor, meaning pare son who was a b'chor, right? From him, Hashem, Hashem smit them. And from them, anybody underneath them. But Mibachar Pare would not refer to Pare himself was a Bachar. Lechayre, that's, that's the Pshat. But the Apostle Rashi is just explaining from the Apostle later on why Taked Rashem only punish Mibachar Pare, not Bachar Pare himself, not Pare who's a Bachar, only from Pare's Bachar. And the reason for that is because Laman Harebaba Reisha. Ad Bachar Hashivi. Rashi, why is the Bechayr HaShvi, why is they included? Uh, why, why should the Shvi be punished? Now Rashi says before, They were rejoicing in the misfortune of the Yidin. Now apparently, apparently, uh, and Rashi says another thing, another reason, they shouldn't argue, it's our fear, meaning our God, is the one that brought this punishment. Now, this this um, this uh, uh, Rashi in the four in before when Rashi is telling it to Moshe, so over there Rashi just gives the second reason that Rashi brings over here that they shouldn't say that it's their God. That's the Rashi. Rashi didn't give the reason show you smechim that they were rejoicing in their uh, in their misfortune. Um, but here Rashi gives two reasons. First of all, they were rejoicing in their misfortune, and another reason Rashi says here, so that they shouldn't say that it's there because they were in captivity. So the Pares and the Egyptians did bad to them because they took them in captivity, so it was their Abedizor that is punishing Pare. That's the reason Rashi gives them, but not the, 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 the fact that they were rejoicing. Now, in our Posik, it doesn't say Bechayr HaShivcha. So, Rashi says, that Bechayr HaShivcha is included. So even though over there Hashem says, and here it says only So Rashi, that the Bechayr HaShivcha, the Bechayr of a maidservant is included in this. That, because he counts the most important, which is Bechayr Pari, and Apochus, to the lowest. And the Bechayr of the maidservant is, is more important than the Bechayr of the captive. The captive is the lowest level. So since in the Pasuk says, so it includes also the, the, the Bechayr of the Shifcha. Rashi over there gave the reason for the Bechayr HaShifcha. So Rashi gave that, that they would also that they would also enslave them. And they would enjoy uh, in their troubles. So, uh, now, the Bechayr Ashvi, Rashi doesn't say over there that they were Mishtabdim by him. 
and neither over here it says mishtabdim bahem. Because apparently it looks like the Shvi, people that were in captivity, even their Bechoyers, didn't have an opportunity to be Mishtabit. How could they serve if they were in captivity themselves? How could they enslave the Yid? The yid if they were captured, they were in prison. So if they were in prison, they couldn't, how could they slay, enslave the Yid? So that's why Rashi over there doesn't say that they were Mishtabit them, that they enslaved them. Over here too, it doesn't say that, they, that, they, that the Bechoyer Shvi enslaved them. It's only by the shivcha, even though the shivcha, but the shivcha is not in the in the dungeon. In the, so even though she's on a lower level than the shvi, but it could, uh, but it could, in, but it could enslave them. So we have to figure out a little bit of the lashonis over here. The real question is, it would seem, Mela over here, Rashi says, bechayr shvi includes the bechayr uh, the bechayr shivcha too. So why in the pasuk of the when Hashem is saying to him, Hashem is only saying bechayr bechayr shivcha, not the lowest level of bechayr ashvi. Why over there when it says bechayr ashivcha does Rashi explain the bechayr ashvi too? Why would it be important to explain there? It's not in the pasuk over there. Why is Rashi explaining over there bechayr ashvi when Hashem says it? Why doesn't it say over there bechayr ashvi? So it almost seems like. Rashi is explaining the Bukhara Shvi because Rashi wants you to know that really it includes everybody, even though the Pasik says Shivcha. And and Shivcha. And, and it seems like in a way, maybe I'm just I'm just thinking, it seems like in a way that the Bukhara Shivcha had something in common with the they all enslaved them, whereas the Bukhara Shvi is like a category by himself because the Bechayda Shivcha had to do with the enslavement because they all enslaved the Yidin. That's why they were punished over there. Uh, the Bechayda, the, 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 the Shivcha. So, um, but, but Rashi also brings down the word Smechim Betzerosom and, 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 and over here he brings down by Bechayda Shvi also Smechim Betzerosom. But by Bechayda Shvi over there Rashi just brings down the uh, that uh, that it's their uh, God that did it. Uh, so we see all these all, all these differences of the lashonis over here and and why these are mentioned. So I guess just to sum it up a little bit, it seems like maybe that over there the pasuk wants to talk about everybody who's involved in the slavery of the Eden. That's why it doesn't say beferish shvi because the shvi is for another reason. That's a side reason. So there the pasuk is. Hashem emphasizing, telling them from Bechir, Parei Ad Bechir Ashifcha, because those are all the people that made the Yidin work, they, they enslaved them. And even though they couldn't enslave them so much, even if the Shifcha couldn't enslave them, they were still happy in their uh, rejoicing in their, uh, in, their, uh, in their misfortune. Rashi doesn't want to bring down maybe over there by Bechir Ashvi, when he explains Bechir Ashvi, the second thing that uh, they were rejoicing in their uh, because then maybe Bechir Ashvi should be said over there. Because then it has a common denominator with the, sh- with the Shifcha. Because the Shifcha Rashi says over there is... Uh, is Smeichim uh, B'Tzerosom. So then then why would it only say Shifcha and not, and, not, and not Shvi? So, again, I'm thinking, I'm just suggesting that I mean, this is uh, beyond what we're trying to do over here. But I'm just suggesting like this. The reason... Shvi has in itself a little bit of rejoicing. It does have a little bit of that. 
but mostly it has Yiraseinu Hevia Haparanis Azois, that the, they shouldn't say that their God has brought this punishment. That's a different reason than the reason for the Shivcha, that's a different reason for the Bechar Pare. So that Pasik wants to talk about mainly for the same reason, That's why that Pasik doesn't mention Shvi over there. And that's why in that Pasik when Rashi explains Shvi, Rashi doesn't bring up the rejoicing part. Because the rejoicing, that little part of rejoicing, is a common denominator which also Shivcha has, and perhaps also the Bechirpare has. So if we talk about the part which was the rejoicing, so then that Pasik should also say, Ashvi. Why does the Pasik Taka say Shivcha? Should have said the lowest, the Shvi. But the reason is because the Torah wants to talk about just those who enslaved some that they had in common, which Shvi did not have. So that's why we missed out, didn't talk about Shvi over there. And that's why Rashi brings down by Shvi only one thing that Shvi did, which is what? They shouldn't say that it was their God that punished them. Since that's a separate reason, that's why it's not mentioned over there. Rashi brings it out over there to Taka tell you that Bamison it should be included from the Pasuk over here. And that's what Rashi explains over there. This is what it means. It means what? It means that if it's another reason, it included them, they're Taka at the lowest level, but they're not counted over there because there is a different reason. What is this reason? So that they shouldn't say that. Since it's another reason, that's why the Pasuk doesn't mention it over there. That's why Rashi brings it over there, and that's why Rashi explains it that way. What is brought down in the Pasuk over there? Shivcha. What is Shivcha? Shivcha has two things. Rashi says, first of all, they can enslave them. But it's understood that a Bechayra Shivcha cannot enslave them as much as a regular person can enslave them. So Rashi says, well, there's an additional time. So they have basically two reasons that they have over there. They could enslave them, and additionally they can rejoice. By the Shvi, Rashi didn't bring it down so much the rejoicing, because the, if the Rashi would bring down the rejoicing, that would be a common denominator, together with Shifcha, then why doesn't it say there? So even though the Amazon, Rashi over here says the first thing, by Bechayr Shvi, Rashi brings down right away the first thing, Rashi says down, Shal Yismechim Le'edom, Shal Yisrael, that they were rejoicing for the misfortune of the Yid, Rashi brings that down, because in, since our Pasuk does mention it over here, and uh, in our Pasik, that is somewhat of an additional qualification, and that's additional uh, uh, matter that, 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 that binds them. So Rashi brings it down as the first, from Bechir Parai and Bechir Rashvi, they were both Smechim, at least a little bit, less than that, not enough to bring it down over there, but a little bit. And then Rashi brings down the second uh, it still needs to be explained, we'll go by to Posik Lamed, Bayokum Pyra Laila, Sapyra gets up at night, who him, Bakhala Vodov, and all of his servants, Bakhom Mitzraim and all the Egyptian Batitsok Gudoila, and there was a great outcry by Mitzraim in Egypt. Kain Bayis Ashid Ain Shom Mes, there was no house which there was no dead. Bayokum Pyra is a Krashi Pyra got up. So Mimitose from his bed. Laila at night time, in the middle of the night, not like the kings in three hours of the day. So, in other words, now he's getting up at night time. Who? He got up after his slaves. Melamed, but this teaches us what does it mean? He was uh, going around 
over the houses of his slaves, Umamidam, he was waking everybody up. Now Rashi said, there is no house, there was no mace. What if there was no Bechoyer? Zakt Rashi. Yes, Shom Bechoyer mace. If there is a Bechoyer, he died. And Shom Bechoyer, if there is no Bechoyer, Godel Shem Bebay is called a Bechoyer. Then the oldest of the house is called a Bechoyer too. So the oldest died also. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says. Let's say the children, the oldest of the children and the oldest of the parents? No. If there was a Bechoyer, it was a Bechoyer. But if there was no? Yeah. No, the oldest of the children. Of the older one, so the oldest in the house went, even if it was the bechor. Shenemar tilim petes chofes, afani bechoret nei. I will give him and I'll make him to a bechor. So that means every house had a mace. Tovar achar, another another uh, interpretation. Mitzrayis mizanis taches baleim, mitzrayis mizanis taches baleim. They had prohibited relationships while they were married. The yildis miravakim pnuim, and they would uh, give birth from single men. Vayolam bechoretis harbet. So it was a lot of, it wasn't only a Bukhar to the father, it was a Bukhar to many different fathers. Because it wasn't. Because they had relationships with other men. Many times it was five to one father. Each was a Bukhar to his father. So they they died. So one thing we see over here, the Bukhar go by the Bukhar by the father, right? So even though the mother in other words, even though the, in other words, you don't go, if the mother had ten children, but if it was the firstborn to one father, then he's still a bechayr, he still died. I, the mother had already many children, that doesn't matter. It's not a bechayr for the mother, and the father is the bechayr for the father. It's not petarechem, not the opening of the womb. It's the bechayr for the father. Have the father's. So, what does this mean? Ein bayis asher ein because even if the even if there is no. Uh, even if there was no Bukhar in that particular house. Why? How could there not be a Bukhar? Maybe the girl was born first, or maybe the Bukhar already died from before. He said, well, there was kids there that looked like you thought it was a house, but those are also kids from, from other men, and they were first born over there. So that means, therefore, it could be a bias. Rashi's kashi is there can't be a house, because what happens there were houses that there was, the girl was born first, so there was no Bukhar over there. Right? What happens if the house where the Bukhar died already from something else before? Right? So Rashi's saying every house had... Kids they had, and these, these kids that were there could have been Bukhairis, war Bukhairis from other people. Wow. Pasuk Lam and Alfiyah. There were people that were in the house. It's like they, didn't have, they were in the house. Well, I don't know. It looks like everybody was in the home somewhere. I don't know what happened to them. Lam and Alfiyah. Pasuk Lam and Alfiyah. Now, he got up in the middle of the night there, right? Now, presumably, sometimes Rashi says, not Bishola Shoyz Biyoyim. I don't know what Rashi's trying to say. Uh, well, not only Abishal Shoyed Biyoyim, middle of the night from Chatzos Lailo till day, there's still six hours over there, right? And then there's three, so there's nine hours away. I mean, Rashi's saying, how much earlier? When is he telling? When up? A time, night time, it doesn't say exactly. But Pari got up and he was chasing around everybody. Posting Lamdal, trying to tell everybody, waking up his people. So he calls to Moshe and Aaron. He's calling to Moshe Naren. So what do you mean by Yikra Moshe Naren? He doesn't talk. He was calling to Moshe Naren. Uh, Rashi is going to say, Vayyemer, and he says, Kumu tzu, come, get out, go out, mitechami for my people. Gamatam also you, Gambane Yisrael. Also you, meaning Moshe Naren himself, Gambane Yisrael, also the Jewish, the sons of Yisrael. Ulechu, Yivdus Hashem Kitabechem, go serve God as you have spoken. Vayikra Moshe Naren, what does it mean by Yikra Moshe? He should say, Vayidabra Moshe Naren. 
So Rashi Magid tells us Shoyim Achazal Pis Chayiri was going around the doors of the cities for Tzayik and Spring. Heichin Moshe Shori, where is Moshe resting? Heichin Aaron Shori, where is where is Aaron staying? Where are they staying? Where is Moshe staying? Where is Moshe? He's trying to find them, trying to find Moshe. Now, you asked the Kasha, he said, I'm not going to see your face, right? Well, if, uh, he says, I'll touch the race, but don't tell me if, if Moshe, if the is going to come see him, see then, yeah, but I'm going to come through, that's fine, you know. He says, what does it mean, also you? Uh, also you, Agavarim. That means uh, the man. What does it mean, Gam Atem, also you? Not just you, a missionary, but also you means all the men. What does it mean? Gam Bnei Yisrael, also the Bnei Yisrael, Hatav, the children. And like you spoke, like you speak, he says, Everything like you said. Not like I said. No more, I'm not going to send, that's off, which is Moshe's base. That's the first time he says, It's no, who's going? What I said, no good. What did you say? But what it says in Yud Pasikhas that only your your sheep and the cattle will stay. Uh, everything is bottle. Everything goes like you. Just just curious to check out. Is this all the cases? Everything that went in Rashi is enumerating everything. So also uh, your sheep, your cattle, take it. Kasher. Dibartem, as you speak, as you're spoken again, Valeichu and go. I don't know. Again, he says, "Kitzis dibartem, uberachtem gamosi, and bless me also." Gamtechen gamicharchem chu umau kasher dibartem. So what does he say? Like you've spoken. So again, so he says, "Gamicharchem, take your cattle." So what does he mean? Kasher dibartem, like you spoke. Gamatu titim yidan zvachem veilus. Also, you will give zvachem veilus. So I'll give you to that also. Shmei shud chavei. So that means the Bartha. Now, the thing is, Rashi doesn't explain in all these cases the extra word Gam. Rashi Lechem is only explaining the Atem, not the Gam, right? So Atem means men, Bnei Yisrael means Taf, Kitabercha means everything like you said. Now, if Rashi already says Kitabercha, everything you said, but Lerak Tzeichem Bekarchem Yutzak, he specifies why he won't really need to explain the But why is he saying the word gam gam? Rashi is not explaining the old gam that gam is adding. But I think maybe in this case it doesn't need an explanation because this was partially expressing his desperation. He says also also do this also also also. So over here gam is not a ribui, but this gam is actually in the words. Of Padre expressing his desperation, saying, Gam, this also, go, go, go. So I don't know if we can learn out from the extra Gams, extra stuff over here. Oh, we're only learning out from the Kidaberchem. So even though I'm saying that in the post Klamath base, Kidaberchem includes that whether he's not going to hold that Tsoin Ubakar, just like he told them also, Bottle Mivimia Helchim, that the Taf shouldn't go. Because that says in the Pasik, but he specified with Ferish. Kidabelchem says Atem, Bnei Yisrael, Tzerchem Bekarchem, and Kasher Debartem again means what? That you're also going to give to Bidin is Lovachem, because Kasher Debartem over here goes on Tzerchem Bekarchem. The first Kidabelchem goes on the Atem and the Bnei Yisrael, meaning everything relating to the Atem and the Yisrael, I guess also to the Bekarchem, but the extra Kasher Debartem goes to tell you that Bidin is Zavachem Velis. So the Egyptians 
were, uh, were got hold of the people to quickly send them away in orders from the land. They say we're all we're all dying. What did Kolon Meisim? Amru Leik Exodus Meishu. It's not like Meishu decreed. Shari Omar. He says, "But you'd hey, you'd alf hey." So Meish Kol Mechayim. The Kamar of Avshuti Meisim. Over here also the the, the regulars, not Mechayim, died. Chamisha Asur B'Vayisechad. Five or ten in one house. I guess Rashi increased it to ten. Rashi talked before. Uh, uh, I don't know what I said. Asura. No, Rashi said before in the example. Rashi said five, I think. That Pamim. But here Rashi increased the number because when they said Kuloni Mason, Rashi figured that there's even more. So he says, I started by Sechus, even 10. The 10, I don't know, maybe there was the, 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 the Bechoyres and, the, and from the other people, I mean, you can come up in 10. I don't know exactly what this means. But let's go. So the people picked up their dough before it was yet leavened. Because they were pushing them to go out. So when they're baking bread, this is already in the morning, apparently. They said, go out, go out, go out. Because even weren't going out yet, they're getting ready to go out. From the middle of the night, they're running around, trying to tell them to go out, and they're not going out. So, their leftovers, what is left over, so they, 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 they carried... Uh, they, they picked up the dough before it got chametz, so they picked up quickly. They were baking the bread. They were baking the chitchelda on the day of Pesach over there. They were baking the bread. So they carried the dough before the dough can leaven. So when did it cook? But, but misha, no, in other words, mazik didn't bake it quickly. Misharaisom, their leftover, uh, meaning whatever's left over from uh, what, the yidin, what the Yidin had left over from the night, Peter told them, for the carbon Pesach, so they had leftover matzah, leftover mortar. They didn't have leftover carbon Pesach because the Torah says So the meat, they didn't have anything from the night of the from the night before. But here they, they were even celebrated the Pesach night that night over there. So Misharoisom, what was left over from the matzah and the mortar, were tsururis They were bound in their garments, al shichmam on their shoulders. So uh, it it seems like. Now they were trying to make new new bread. Now, on that day, they had leftover from the matzah. The Eibush told them before, better techlo matzis. He told them to eat matzah over there, right? And uh, on, on on the day of of, of, of Pesach itself, uh, it looks like that the Yidden wanted to go and and, and bake matzahs, and the Mitzrayim didn't let them take the chometz, but they themselves were going to make it matzah chometz because. We have to talk about what about the mitzvah of eating matzah then? The, uh, was there a mitzvah on the first day uh, uh, that in, in Pesach whether it was one day? Let's, let's just see the Rashi here and then we'll, 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 we'll continue. It's the mitzvah that didn't allow them to wake the chimutz. In other words, Rashi is saying clearly that the Batsik, they wanted to. Uh, wait till it does become chametz they themselves, but the new dough they wanted to make, but they didn't let them, and they pushed them out. Misharayisom was left over shirimatzim mother, so Tanashi was left over al shichman on their shoulder. Afo pishibemis harba licho imohem, even though they had a lot of animals, chamchad moyis a mitzvah, they allowed to do the mitzvah, and that's why they carried on their shoulders.
So the mechavim is a mitzvah. They love the mitzvahs, meaning that they uh, the mitzvah that they just did with the matzah and the mother, which the Eibushters told them uh, to uh, to eat the night before. And uh, so they didn't want to just uh, put it on their animals, the leftovers, and they actually were carrying on their backs. Lechayre um, in the Pashtas, in the Psukim that we learned till now uh, from the Rashi, um, the whole tzivui of the uh, of, of Hashem before to Moshe Rabbeinu, which begins with Achaydish Zalachem. Uh, telling them what to do about uh, first, telling them about what to do with the uh, with the carbon Pesach and uh, what they should do on that night. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, what they should do at night um, with the carbon Pesach and the the halachas, and also uh, what the pasuk says. Uh, these are all halachas which are connected to the night of Pesach, the way he was telling them to eat that night, when they make the Korban Pesach. And um, then Hashem tells them what he's going to go uh, over in that night, and uh, jump over uh, the houses of, of, of Israel. And then we know that, uh, as Rashi said later on, that this only applied once, and then the Torah says, Kisovoyu ala oritz, that... The carbon Pesach is only in Eretz Yisrael, uh, not anymore in Chut, in, in, in the Midbar, besides the second year, which was Al Piyadibur, was an exception. Then the Pasik Yudalit begins with So for generations, they remembrance. And then the Pasik talks about Shivas Yomim and about the Mikra Kodesh. That looks like that did not apply for that day. I mean, the the pasuk, the shivas yomim matzis techelu. This will going to be a remembrance for this day. And when the pasuk says ushmartem es hamatzis, that the shloyovel dechimutz, that's not talking about that day when they were going out of of, of Mitzrayim. That because then. It's Betarim Yechmots, it's like our Pasuk is saying that in the, the, the Pashtus, that that's the reason why Yishmart Mezamatzis in the future is because Kibiyatzim Hayyim Azer, it says it's Tzibisech Meretz Mitzrayim, and the miracle that took place, and they didn't have a chance, and that's why Hashem is telling them the Deutus. So, Lechayra, even the uh, idea of Kol Machmetzis, Leitzei Chaylu, Kikol Echol Machmetzis, Shiva Suyom, Nusir Leimotzi Vateichem, and uh, the old union you know, that's not applicable in that in in, in uh, during that time. I'm talking Pashtik Suvim. I mean this depends whether um, in the in in the in, in the Mishnah in the, the whole Indian about uh, whether it's Khmutse Yem Echod and but in 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 the Psukim so far, if all those Psukim are talking about the future that the Zikorin, then it has no impact on that particular day also. So basically it seems that in the in the Pashtus so far uh, that day itself wasn't the day of Yantav uh, for the Yidden. There was no Mikra Kodesh for them. There was not uh, they made the Korban Pesach but there wasn't a, a Mikra Kodesh. It wasn't the day that they were Osir uh, it wasn't the day that they weren't allowed to have uh, Um It was um, they they just took their shirimatzis that was left over from 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 the day before and and the the botzik didn't have a chance to um, 
to 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 rise and uh, and and uh, because they were chased out quickly, as we're going to see later on. Uh, still, we got to look into this and uh, we'll go by it. Lamed hey, Uvnei Yisrael also kidvar Moshe. Now the children of Israel did as Moshe has told them. Um, as we learned before, Hashem is when Moshe Rabbeinu was still standing by Pharaoh. Hashem told Moshe that he should tell the Bnei Yisrael they should borrow. So apparently, once he left there, um, uh, and uh, before the the Makas uh, so he didn't listen to what Moshe said. So this goes back to but. Uh, not the now after the Makas Bechiris. It seems like that the Yidden did like he said before in the past tense. Oskid by Moshe, by Yishalum and Mitzrayim, and they borrowed from the Egyptians klechesov klezov smallest uh, silver and golden vessels and 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 and, and, and clothings and garments. Um, so was it Kidvar Moshe as Moshe spoke Shomalem be Mitzrayim that uh, he said to them in Mitzrayim. Um, now, uh, this is actually not the Dvar Moshe. Uh, this is, was the Pasuk of Yud Aleph Beis. That's uh, Hashem's instruction to Moshe. She was telling him, Daber The assumption is that Moshe Rabbeinu said, Hashem told him to say so, so he spoke to them. So Rashi is Rashi saying, what Kidvar Moshe, even though we don't find Moshe saying this, but he did tell them in Mitzrayim, uh, I don't know the emphasis in Mitzrayim, maybe uh, before they left, uh, while they were still in Mitzrayim, uh, Hashem said that they should borrow, so Moshe Rabbeinu must have done what Hashem said, so that is the Dvar Moshe. Usmalis, um, and garments, uh, Rashi, uh, these meant more to them than the silver and the gold. And what's later in the Pasuk is more important because it starts with Chesef, Zov, so it would be out of order uh, if Smallis were less, uh, because otherwise it would say um, it's first Chesef and then Zov and then Smallis. So therefore, Rashi says that the Smallis was important to them. Apparently for them, that was more important. But it's interesting that um, the Pasuk, when, uh, in, that, that Rashi just quoted before, in Pasuk Beis, over there the Pasuk just says, Klei Chesev, Zov. And it doesn't say the word Smolis over there, and that's just added over here. Pasuk Lamed Vav, V'ashem nosam chizchein ha'om be'ini mitzrayim. And Hashem gave the uh, favor of the people in the eyes of the Egyptian, Vayashilum. And they lent them by Natsulas Mitzrayim, and they emptied out Egypt. So uh, lent to them. I mean, the lent them means that they thought they're, they're lending it to them. But Yashilum Af Mashaloi Hoyu Shoyalim. It says they lend them. It's not that they didn't ask. Even what they didn't ask him for, Mehem Hoyu Neshlam, they would give him. Ata Yemerechad, you say one, two, shnayim v'leich, take two and go. Um, so this this language of Rashi actually tells us a little bit. That maybe this took place after the Makas Bechiris, because they were like uh, Rashi says uh, in the Lashon that they were like uh, pushing them out already. It didn't seem like before the Makas Bechiris that you know that they wanted them to go. It says by Yechazakle Pari, like we learn after the Makas of Chayshish, Chayshich, 
And uh, so it says, Unless uh, uh, unless the the people were different, you know, and they, uh, uh, from that point on, it makes sense after the makas b'chayres. Maybe they're going around, but that doesn't leave that much time uh, for 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 them to go ahead and collect the stuff uh, from from the neighbors. Uh, but somehow the lotion ato imerecha two shnayim v'leich is mashva. They were pushing them. So that's why natslu. What means why natslu v'roikinu and they uh, emptied out. Posik lamed zayin. Yisum and Yisrael meramses sukoiso. So the children of Israel uh, journeyed from Ramses to Sukkos. Kishesh meis elif, about six hundred thousand uh, ragli on foot. That's Hagavorim, that's the men, Levad Mitov, uh, besides the young children. Uh, men, what is men? They went from Ramses to Sukkos. And as you'll see later on, this was by Chetzi Hayoim, was pumped at midday, is when they left. Um, so from the Bakas Bechayres till they left is uh, midnight till uh, midday. Um, mm. There was 120 mil uh, distance between Ramses and Sukkis. And they arrived there instantly. As the Pasik says in Shmois Yutes Dalid, I carried you on eagle's wing. Eagle's wing meaning in the haste. They had the Kvitzadar, they made it very quickly and instantly, 120 mil. So who is the Gevarim? Zekterashim ben Esrim Shana Vamaila. Men mean 20 years and up. Tough is under 20 years. Besides the tough, that's under 20 years. Also, that does not include women, as we learn in another Pesukim later on. Just men. Just the men with 600,000. Pasuk Lamet Ches. V'gam Erev Rav. And also a, uh, a great mixture. Ola Ita went up with them. In other words, other... Uh, Mixture of other nations went up with the Eden, together with them. Vitsoin ubakar and flock and cattle. Mikna kavid ma'id, a very heavy livestock. You know, a lot, a lot of livestock. Eidav ravs ektrashi taruvis umis shalgedim. There was a mixture of nations of converts. You know, people that converted and went along with the Eden. That was the Eidav Rav, not the, directly the Bnei Yisrael from the children of Israel, but just a mixture of nations that went up with them. Posik Lamates, by Yoifu as Habotzik, so they baked the dough, Asheritzium in Mitzrayim, that they taken out of Egypt. So the dough that they taken out of Egypt, they baked it, Ugois Matzis. Um, they baked it uh, uh, unleavened, unleavened uh, cakes, uh, matzah cakes. Kiloi Chometz, for it hadn't leavened. For they were chased out of Egypt, they could not delay uh, till it rises. And also uh, provisions, food for the way they didn't make for them. Um, so, um, so I guess this pasuk is telling us that the botzik that we learned before in the in the Pasik that they took along with them 
that they didn't have a ch- didn't have a chance to leaven because they were chased out. The pasuk is saying again, by Yoifu Sabotzik. So they instantly they came from Ramses to Sukkot. They took along with them this dough. So they baked that dough that they took out. That Ugas matzis they baked it matzah cakes kilo chometz because it didn't rise and then so when they came there it was baked immediately as uh, as matzah they, they came there kegorishim because they were chased out of mitzrayim leyochlu lehesmameya and they couldn't delay um, so it almost seems like because they couldn't delay. That's why they couldn't bake it. They couldn't have the the, 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 the dough rise over there before they left. And lechayra. So why don't they let it rise now? But maybe that's why the pasuk is saying, since they also didn't make food for themselves, so they needed to eat something in sukkosim, and they were chased out. They haven't eaten, so they couldn't start letting the dough rise now. So they just baked the pasuk as is ugas matzis because they were chased out and no tzedel also left. So they ate now the uh, the uh, the um, the matzis ugas matzis or trashi charora shal matzah a a matzah cake pasuk shloi hechmitz kori matzah a dough that hasn't raw uh, risen hasn't gone sour uh, is 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 called uh, uh, is called matzah. So begam tzedo leosulahem laderech for the way. Rashi Magid this teaches us Shvachon shall Yisrael the praise of the Jews shall Omru they didn't say Heich neitzil amidbar how can we go out to the desert below tzedah without food Alaheminu but they believed v'holchu and they went Who shemafurish bekabola this is what we find in the Kabbalah in the pasuk Zocharti loch chesed neuraich I remember you the kindness of your youth Ahavas klule soyich the Love of the uh, engagement. Going after me in the desert, not sown. What reward is explicit afterwards? Kodesh Yisrael Hashem. That Yisrael are Kodesh to Hashem. Now, I guess. Uh, Seems like it's because So how is this a shvach and shal Yisrael? So it's not a shvach that they didn't make the tzedah, but the shvach is that they didn't say uh, So they should have refused to go. Uh, okay, chase, chase, chase. But apparently they had the choice not to go and say we're not going without provisions. But they said no, we're going to go. Now the thing is, Rashi says they said in this case, they didn't go out yet in the Midbar. Over there, they went from Ramses to Sukkot. I mean, did they know they're going to the Midbar? Did they know that they're going for a prolonged time? Uh, at this point, they, they, they didn't know yet. So how does this show the not doing Tzayd Laderech? Um, also, in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the Pasuk over there, uh, this is talking about the entire time that they, they were in the desert. It says, uh, Which, I guess, is the emphasis over here is that how could you go out to the Midbar without saying that? There's no food over there. There's nothing grows over there. So it's Eretz Lezrua. So there's a, 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 the Torah says, the Pasuk says there, So, um, but, 
this particular thing is related to Tzedil Osulahem that they didn't uh, make any uh, any any food uh, for them because it shows and they still agreed to go. Also, Rashi, what is important for Rashi to bring down this Charm of Furushacharov? How is that connected to this um, to this um, to this pshat? Go back. And the habitation of the children of Israel that they lived in Egypt was 430 years. In 430 years. doesn't mean that they lived in Egypt for 430 years. That they said, after everything else that they've already lived in a place as strangers in a land that doesn't belong to them. In other words, after being four hundred and thirty years of not, in, it ended up with Mitzrayim. Sheyoshu Mitzrayim that ended up with the Golos Mitzrayim being in the land of strangers of Mitzrayim. So after four hundred thirty years, they. Um, they finally uh, went out. So it's 430 years not of living in Mitzrayim, but after all the uh, dwellings uh, outside of their land, culminating with Mitzrayim. Shloishim shonu v'arba meiz shonu. So Tarashi bein hakoil, between everything else, altogether, mishenoilad Yitzchak ad achshav, from the time that Yitzchak was born, from Yitzchak's birth till now, Hayu Arba Meyeshana. There were four hundred years. So, what does it have to do with Yitzchak's birth? Because once Avram had the seed, had Yitzchak, Niskayim, then it fulfills Hashem's promise. Breishis Tzvav Yud Gimel Hashem in Bris Ben Avsorim. He says Kigair. Shem is saying, your seed will be a stranger. So, he has to have a seed first in order for the seed to be a stranger. So, once Yitzchak was born, then you have a seed. So, is Kigeri Yezrach. Ushloi Shimshono Hoyu Mishinigzrek Zedes Bein Abesorim Achinelad Yitzchak. And there was 30 years from the time of the decree that of Bein Absorim until Yitzchak was born. So it comes out like this, that the 400 years, Hashem told them over there, in Briz Bein Absorim, uh, so that they will be a ger for 400 years, Zaracha. So that starts, has to be Zaracha, so that's 400 years. But here the Pasuk says 430 years. So 400 years was Zaracha that was a Ger, because that's when he was born. But there were 30 years from the time that the Gzeda of Bein Habsorim, that Hashem said, Achinel Yitzchak, 30 years that was from the time that Hashem made that decree and He told it to Avram till Yitzchak was born. So there were 430 years that they were strangers in the land from the time of, uh, of, of what Hashem said. So 430 years in Mitzrayim means 430 years from the time that Hashem said 
Kiger Yezaracho. But when the Pasik says over there that Yezaracho will be 400 years, that's talking about the birth of Yitzchak, who was born 30 years after Hashem told him the Gezerah Kiger Yezaracho. Rashi says it has to be in this way. It's impossible to say that we were actually in the land of Egypt literally 430 years. Because Kehos was together with those who came with Yaakov into, uh, into Mitzrayim. So, so, if you count all the years of Kehos, uh, and all the years of his son Amram, and the area of Moshe when, as the Pasuk is going to say, soon, uh, you won't find them that much. In other words, if you have Kaos's years, and uh, Amram's years, and Shemaynim, so even if Kaos was born in Mitzrayim already, which he wasn't, he came to Mitzrayim, but even if he was born in Mitzrayim, even if Kaos, even if uh, Amram was born on the day that Kaos died, which he didn't, because Amram was born early on in the middle of his life. Even if Moshe Rabbeinu was born at the day that Amram died, which it wasn't. So still, if you add up one on top of the other, it still doesn't come out to know for 130 years. Matter of fact, Rashi has already said before uh, that the numbers, that the years of... of in the Rashi, he said in Parshas Vayera, in Perik Vav, in Pasuk uh, Yudches um, over there, where the Torah gives you the life of Kahas, he lived for 130 years. And um, in Pasuk Chav, the Torah gives you there the life of Amram, which is 137. So together would make it 267. Uh, if you add the 80 of Moshe Rabbeinu, is um, 347, which is short of the 430 years. And as Rashi points out over there, that um, uh, we know that uh, Kahos was um, um, the same the same thing. Rashi doesn't say this, that that's the reason why the uh, years were mentioned over there. Rashi says it over there with regards to Levi. Why Levi's years were mentioned, uh, that's for another reason to tell us uh, when the ship would begin. But um, but anyways, that's the reason why we can't say that the Yidin the actually lived for 430 years in Mitzrayim. And Rashi goes on further, besides adding all the years together, and we have to say that there were many years to Gehos, until before he went down to Mitzrayim. And I don't know what Rashi means with Harbashonim, and I don't know what the evidence would be to um, uh, the years of Kahos, uh, maybe if we figure out by the birth of Amram, and because Kahos had to give birth to Amram and Amram to Moshe at a certain point, and figuring that out, he must have been some of uh, some age by the time he got to uh, to um, uh, Mitzrayim, and then you know it was the third, the second son of Gershon Kahos Merari, who was the second son of Kahos of Levi, so. Um, Presumably, I guess the, we have to figure that out. How he was uh, many years—he um, was old many years before he went down. 
and Baharba Mishnois Amrun Nivloin Mishnois Kahos, and many of Amrun's years are swallowed in in the years of Kahos, his son, because Kahos didn't give birth to Amram after he died, but he gave birth to him in the middle of his life, and Baharba Mishmanish and many of the eighty of Mesha who which was aged also he didn't wasn't born after uh Amram was uh, hundred and, and um and, 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 and 30, um, uh, 137, uh, he was born in the middle. So, so even from the 367, that was 347, there was even much less than that. So you won't find 400 from the 400 when they come to Mitzrayim. And you have to say, against your will, we have to say, so where are we going to put the distinction of here? We have to say Sha'af Shara Yeshivas Nikolaus that also all the other uh, times they were sitting in other places are also called Gaius. I feel even when they were sitting in Mechavrin, Shenamar because the Pasik says in Braish Islam at Heikhovzai, I says I should Gorsham Avram Yitzchok. That Avram Yitzchok were Gorsham. Gor means a lot in Gaius. And also Vaimir another Pasik in Shmaiz Vah Pasik Dalit says this Eretz Bugurem Ashagoruba. So they're all getting the in all the time the fikachatzorich leimar. Therefore, you have to say kigayir ezarecha means mishiyel ezera. So what is it going to mean? Hashem says your 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 seed will be uh, a stranger. It means once you have children, that there'll be a, that'll be a stranger. Ukshetitne arba meyeshona. When you count four hundred years, mishenelad yischok for one yischok was born. Timtza. Then you will turn out that mibiyosim lemitzrayim. You will turn out that from when they came to Egypt until they left Egypt was Masayim Beser Shana was 210 years. This is one of the things that they changed to the King Talmai. Instead of saying that they wrote over there that they lived 210 years. They changed around the Pasig. And it came after the end of 430 years. And it was in the middle of the day. Means the middle of the day means that all the legions of Hashem went out of the land of Egypt. So even though the Pasuk has already told us the story about they were going up, so now how they, how they went out, that they were chased out, that with the Botsik, the Botsik is, is sort of summarizing now what took place of the whole uh, thing, how long the Eden were there, and what took place after the uh, 430 years. So what does it mean? It was, it came to end, at the end of 400, and it, right in the smack in the middle of the days, Magid, this teaches us, Shekivan Sheigi Haikates, that once the end arrived, Laikvan Amokim Gehadaf Ayn. Hashem didn't even hold them back like a blink of an eye. In other words, 430 years was the number. As soon as 430 years apparently ended at the day of midnight, exactly. The Hamisha also bin Nisan was on the 15th of the Nisan, Bo Malachi Hashoris Yetzalabrom bin Levasre. It was on the 15th day of Nisan where the angels that served came to Avram to. Give him the news, and that, and they told him, and they made him a mark and says, when the sun exactly at this time next year, we'll have a son. 
And the decree of Gzair bin Absarim was on the 15th of Nisan. On the 15th of Nisan, exactly 30 years later, Yitzchak was born. Exactly 400 years later came the 15th of Nisan of the time of going out of Egypt. At that midday, exactly midday, Lake Mekelefai, not even a second. So, at the instance of Chatzois, they went out of Mitzrayim. Pasuk Membeis, Leil Shimurim Hula Hashem. It's a night of uh, anticipation. It's a night that Hashem anticipates Loitzim Eretz Mitzrayim to take them out of Mitzrayim. Now, even though we're talking about the day, but the 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 the, the redemption begins the the with the Makas Bechayrus already begins the redemption, but the. The, the actual redemption takes place in the daytime. The Rabbi speaks of Barichas in the Sicha of Chelik uh, Vav, Sicha Aleph, the Machloikis, Bisama and Bisila with regards to saying Mitzes Yisrael Mitzrayim. At the time when the, uh, the uh, miracle uh, uh, took place, both in Yonim that there is by Chatzos Yom is the actual, and the Bekoyach began at nighttime. Bekeich began from the Makas Bechiris, because it seems like it took a little bit for Pare to get up and to get his people together. It wasn't exactly Bechatzois. But nevertheless, is Leil Shemul Hashem lo Yitziyam Mitzrayim Mitzrayim. Hu Halaylo Hazel Hashem. That's the night of Hashem. Shimurim L'chol Bnei Yisrael. He's guarding all the children of Israel, the race for the generations. That's that. Leil Shimurim. So, Rashi Shoya Kodesh Baruch Hu Shoymer Mitzapeloi. This is the night that Hashem was anticipating and guarding, waiting for, so he can fulfill his promise, let's see him at his Mitzrayim, take him out of his Mitzrayim. Hashem was anticipating for this day, take us out. That is the night, that is the night to Hashem, this is the night that Hashem said, uh, and this night I will redeem your sons. I don't know, this is a quote from somewhere. Uh, and that's the night, that's the, that starts of the night. I guess uh, when we said before that. Uh, it wasn't at the night time, it wasn't at the Chatzoy's night, it was the day, but the night time, as we said, is the Bekoyach of that, of the day that comes out in the actuality. Shimur Mechol B'nei Yisrael L'Dereisom, Zakhtarashi Mishumer, that it's a day that is guarded, Ubo, uh, from that time and on, it's guarded, Ubo Min HaMazikim, from uh, harmful uh, damagers. Ki Inya Shinemar, Pasuk Chav Gimel, as it says in Pasuk Chav Gimel, V'lo Yitain HaMashchis, the Mashchis is the uh, destroyer, so that's a day, the special night is a day, night of protection. Pasuk Mem Gimel, Bayoimer Hashem al Moshev Arin, and Hashem says to Moshev Arin, Zois Chukas Ha Posach, this is the statue for the Pesach, Kobenecha Lo Yechel Boy, no a strange uh, uh, person, meaning from not from the Jewish people, Lo Yechel Boy, cannot partake in it. 
Now, this is some more laws that negate the carbon Pesach. This portion was set to them on the 14th of Nisan, because these laws are connected to the din, dinim of, of, of Pesach. Uh, and um, we learned already before, okay, called Ben Neichar. So, Tarashi, what means Ben Neichar means, have become estranged from his father in heaven. Which includes both a Gentile and an, a Jew who is an apostate who uh, who turned away from the religion. And every slave of a man who is Miknas who is bought by with money. When you circumcise him, then you can eat him. Then he can eat. Malta then Rabbi, uh, his master can eat in it. Uh, so which means that the Rav has to circumcise his son before the Rav can eat. Magid, for the master can eat. Magid teaches us, Shemilas Avodov, the circumcision of his slaves, Makvostim Alech Pesach, will prevent him from eating Korb Pesach. Divir Rabbi Shur, that's the word of Rabbi Shur. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, Ein Milas Avodov, Makvostim Alech Pesach, that the circumcisions of his son, of his slaves do not prevent him eating Pesach. So what does it say that he should eat? However, that is the slave. So here we know already that this was the addition of David that says the, the Pesach said before that Hashem gave them Ramosim and Cheresh, that Hashem gave them the two mitzvahs that they should have, but Hashem prohibited them from eating the carbon Pesach without the Brismillah. And that's why at that night Rashi brings down over there Rabbi ben Cheresh and, and the Rebbe learns that that, in the Sikha, that that was that night actually not like some of the that said the, the, uh, the, uh, that it was earlier on the 10th when he told them uh, about the Misa about the, the Mitzvah but actually uh, this was on the Yudalud when he told them as, as the Pasuk Rashi says over here that on the 14th that was in that day, so they circumcised Mamash on the day of Erev Pesach. A person who lives, or a person who is hired should not eat. This is a resident alien, in other words, a Gentile who has accepted upon himself not to practice adultery, but eats carcasses, meaning that he's the Echon This is the Gentile, a hired person, so why does he have to tell you this? We know they are not circumcised. When it says before in Pasuk Memches later on, before we're talking about Eved, but there's an Arab who's a Mo'el who circumcised. Still, the fact, even though that they're Mo'el, still they're not allowed to eat in the carbon uh, Pesach. Pasuk Memvav. So it must be eaten in one house, the carbon Pesach. You shall not take out any of the meat uh, from the house outside. Neither shall break any of its bones. So Pasht is the word of Bayis Echod means that you should eat it in one house. Uh, Meaning that you can only eat it in one place, in one house, in one room, wherever you're eating it, you cannot take it out of there. You can't take it from the house 
uh, outside of the house, to the chotzer, or same thing anywhere else, just wherever you start eating it, that's what you have to eat. That would be mashma from the pasuk. So Rashi knows means It means it's not which the physical place, but it has to be the same group. Which means that so that those who are counted, the mixas nefoshes, those who counted for the carbon pesach, should not make, should not become shteichaburis two groups, and then they will split in two groups. So the group has to, all those who signed up for this particular carbon pesach have to eat the carbon pesach together and not make two groups. So in this context, the bayis echod is understood to mean that it should be done in one, with one group, not in one place. So Rashi, but Ato Eimer Bechabura Achas, you're saying that this means in one group, but perhaps, maybe no, maybe it means in one house as the understanding, as the meaning of the verse, the simple meaning means it should be in one house. Maybe the Pasuk is teaching us, Sheim is if they began they were eating in the yard, and then the rain descended, so they should not enter into the house. It seems that that even wasn't a svara, that it has to be eaten like in the house, as opposed to eating in the yard. Or that it should, uh, or that it should be eaten in, in, in a specific place, only in a house, as opposed to a yard. Because Rash doesn't say that if they ate it, uh, uh, that it has to be eaten in the house, and then they, for some reason, want to go out. But here, the Yishkil of it seems that that wouldn't be a problem, even though the Paschal is Echad, in the Pashtim Shat, they started eating in the Chotzer. But then, the Yardu Yishamim, the rain descends, so they shouldn't go into the house, that's what it means, so maybe this is the meaning of it. So, Rashi Talmud Laimar, the Pashtim says, in Pashtim Zayin, over there, the pasuk when Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu that they should put the blood on the doorpost and on the lintel, so the pasuk says on the houses that they eat bohem. So it says the Losh Rabim Botim on the Botim that they eat them. So that means that it's not; it's a plural in many houses. Mikan. So from here we see that the one that eats can eat in. Two places. And therefore, we cannot say only in one place. So it doesn't matter how many places you eat, in one house or another house, it could be Shnei Mekoymes. Again, Rashi is Ndaik over here, I think, doesn't say Bishnei Botim, but Rashi says Bishnei Mekoymes. So the Bayis Echad never excluded the Chotzer, it's a Mokoy. Bayis Echad Chila means in the place. But in this case, it doesn't mean place, it means with one group. So that the group has to stick together and not separate. L'chayr is a bit schwer, the limit from the Pasuk and Pasuk Zayin, because over there, the Pasuk is talking about the Klaal Bnei Yisrael. It says, the Klaal Bnei Yisrael should v'lokhu, it's talking about the Prab, v'lokhu, they shall take. That's the Klaal Yisrael, who is saw that, so min haddom, v'nosnu, plural, ashteya mezuzis, v'lamashkif, so, alabati means on the houses, because it's talking about all the Yidden. Of course, there's different houses that they're eating over there. So, how do we learn out from the Pasuk Botim, that it means Allah uh, Rabim, that it could be in many different houses. It's not talking one person eating in many houses, it's talking to the Cloud Yisrael, each one eating in their own house. 
But maybe the diuk is from the extra word, because the Pasuk could have just said, V'noslo ashteyam zuzav ala mashkif, asher yechlo oisom bahem. Instead of saying, al habatim asher yechlo oisom bahem. But since it says al habatim, that's how we learn out that it means um, uh, that they can eat the Karb Pesach in many houses, uh, but it has to be Baisech, it has to be one Chabur. Again, Rashi ties the same thing by the next Rashi. So again, what does Bayis mean over here? Bayis means the Chabura. Uh, and uh, according to this, what do we have to tie the word Chutzah? If it means Bayis Kibshutah, Chutzah means outside of the house. Here Chutzah means outside of the group. So you can't take outside of one group to make another group. Uh, outside of the original group or the counting to do outside of it, you can't. Anything that would be splitting it is considered chutzah. Then the Pasik Rashi says, Ve'etzem boy, that shall not break any of its bones. Dr. Rashi, la We're talking about those bones uh, that are edible bones. An edible bone, you're not allowed to break. What does it mean, an edible bone? Bone is not allowed to break. Kigoyin shiyesh olof kizayiz bosom. That it has on it a kezayis of, of flesh, of meat. So a bone that has meat on it, a kezayis. Yesh be mishmashviris etzim. But enol of kezayis basar, if it doesn't have a size of an olive of meat on the bone, then, in other words, when the, all the bones has been uh, removed, eba be mishmashviris etzim, then there is no uh, um, breaking of the bone. Now, uh, the buzzer over here, uh, uh, it could also mean, uh, also in the marrow. In other words, if there's a marrow the size of an olive that's inside the bone, then there's also a, a prohibition against breaking the bone. I think that that's the, uh, to look in, um, not only on top, but here Rashi says, Yesh Olov Kizayis buzzer. Uh, the Pashtun Taichin Rashi over here seems that it has to be the buzzer on top. But um, to um, go into halacha about what happens what's inside the bone. So once the, uh, but technically Rashi says here that once the uh, buzzer has been removed from the bone, then there is no prohibition against uh, breaking that bone. That's not applied. How do we know this from the Pasik? Uh, that it's not talking about any bone. Where does Rashi know this from? because maybe because in the smichas of the pasuk, because since it says yeyachelt uh, right next to us, it, 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 so it comes out, it, it's, it's connected to a bone that is oichel. You're eating the bone, an edible bone. Uh, so we're teaching from the yachel but so it has to be an achiladike bones that you shouldn't break. Pasuk bemzay kol adas yisrael yasu oisei. The entire community of Israel shall make it. Call Adas Yisrael Why does it have to say? The Pasuk already told you before that who, that the, the Kol Adas Yisrael should make it. We learned before. Uh, we already, um, Rashi has already said right in the beginning of this parsha, Vayem Rashem El Moshe in Pasuk uh, Memgimel, that this parsha was said to Moshe Rabbeinu on the 14th day of, of Nisan. Um, a lot of the halachas over here, like what we learned till now, 
For example, Kol Ben Neichar Lo Yechol Boi, and Chol Avdish Miknas Kosev Teishu V'Sochir B'Bayis Echad Yochel. Up till here, were halachas that were not mentioned in the Dibur of Hashem to Moshe when he says Achoydesh Azel Lachem Reish Chodoshim, right in the beginning of the uh, of the parsha in Perik. Uh, Yudbeis in the beginning when it begins with Achoydesh Azeh Pasuk Aleph Perik Yudbeis Pasuk Aleph the Achoydesh Elochem when he tells him to uh, to um, uh, prepare for uh, what's going to happen on the fifteenth um, so that Hashem told him on Rosh Chodesh he was talking and told them what to start doing from the tenth and over there already it says Veshochatu Oisei Kol Kahala Das Yisrael. Uh, that the entire Jewish community should uh, should make it. So here, when we come to this pasuk that Hashem on the fourteenth again is saying Kol Adas Yisrael, there is no new halacha over here about Kol Adas Yisrael Yasu Oisei. So Rashi asks Lama Nemar. So why is this Kol Adas Yisrael written over Yasu Oisei? Because over there, as said, the pasuk already says the Mishmeres B'Shachatu Oisei Kol Kol Adas Yisrael B'Narbay. So Rashi Pesach because with the Pesach which is negated to Mitzrayim, and here we have the distinction that Pesach was specifically talking about the Pesach Mitzrayim, uh, which Hashem is telling them what they should do at that time. Over there it says Se Lebeis Oves that the uh, sheep should be Lebeis Oves, meaning Shenim No Olav LeMishpachus. And Rashi we explain the Beis Oves means LeMishpachus. That means that the families uh, were all counting the family, the same family, all counted uh, on the same uh, Korban Pesach. So that there was something that the families needed to do together. So Yochel Av Pesach Deiros came. So you might think that there's also for the generation Pesach, the Pesach that we bring later on, which means starting with going to Eretz Yisrael, excluding the one extra time that took place in, uh, in the Midbar. I don't know what, exactly what happened over there to look in the in Bamidbar. But the, uh, the other uh, Karbonet Pesach, as Rashi said already, they were done only they were only after the Yidin came to Eretz Yisrael. So those over there, you would think that also the families have to get together. That the entire Jewish community, that over here there is no such a thing as family members, but it's actually the community, everybody does it together. So, but here we have a clear uh, distinction that this, what Hashem was telling them on Yudalad, was something that He was telling them against, again, the laws that pertain to the Pesach Deiris. But of course, those halachas also uh, took place on the first Pesach also. That's why it was said on Yudalad, because it was negated to them for the carbon Pesach that they're going to bring in that day too. One of the things is the Brismila B'Fedesh that Kolorel uh, and all these halachas and which Rashi already brought down that they were mal in that day that wasn't told them in Achoydesh Hazel Lochem Rosh Chodoshim B'Fedesh Rashi and the 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 Pesach does talk about the uh, the, uh, the 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 plural bloods um, that Raj says me is talking about uh, both uh, uh, both bloods. So take a look again which passing that is. But in any event, the um, the uh, the halachas over here were for Pesach Doiris, but they're also included 
and he will be like the uh, the natives of the land, but but everyone who is uncircumcised shall not eat in it. So uh, over here, you know, like Rashi said, by Miknas Kesa before, by the uh, that the the his slave can prevent him from making the carbon pesach. Here it says he So. It almost sounds that he must make sure that all the males in the family will be circumcised before the ger would be permitted to uh, to uh, to eat the korban pesach. Uh, or uh, the second opinion that Rashi brought down over there that that's not really the kavone, but uh, or the second opinion over there that that if he does the bris, that's when he can eat. So maybe. Uh, Rashi learns without saying here that the same thing would apply over here too. That he that if the gear, if the all the males in the house, it's, it could be the same machlokes that they will prevent the gear from eating. Or he uh, then the uh, the the then they they, they could eat. Uh, but here pasuk says it clear. Then he should come close to making the carbon pesach. So it seems almost like on the gear. Was a Pesach la Hashem, and he will make a Pesach la Hashem. So he says, first he malakozocha, then he should come close to make it. Was a Pesach Rashi, in the Pesach there could be a Mashmoes Yochel Kolam Mizgari as a Pesach miyad. It seems like it says Yogit Chigir, he'll make a Pesach. So a person converts. So the, as soon as he converts, he has to make a Korban Pesach. Tamud Loimar, that's what the Pesach says. V'hoyekezer Chaoretz, he'll be like the. Native of the land, which means Ma'azich Barba Osor, just like the native only brings the carbon on the 14th, Avgeir Barba Osor, also the Ke'er brings it on the 14th, not before that, not just when he becomes a Ge'er. And the positive, anyone who is an Oral who is not circumcised cannot eat it. So we already know that he has to uh, circumcise, um, and then because he comes uh, to uh, we learned it before also that Miknas Kaspe, Teshu Sochel Yechel Boy, Miknas Kaspe, Maltas Yechel Boy. But the, the, the point over here is, Zakhtrashi, Lahovi, as Shemesu, Echel, Machmas Mila. This is bringing in also the case if his brothers died because of circumcision. So then the din is that he is potter from doing a bridge. Shane Mishubad Larolis is not considered. Uh, because he's not considered an apostate, because he's not doing it uh, deliberately, he's not allowed to actually 
make a bris because there is a pikoch nafish issue here. La leis vein in nilmed mi ben neichar leyechol ba. He cannot be learned out from ben neichar, which included before according to. Rashi, when the Pasik says in Pasik Gimel that Kol Ben Neichar, which means whether he is actually not Jewish or he is Nichsnak Rumais of Lavish of that he has become strange to Hashem, not following Hashem. So, but this guy, this person, is not doing the bris, not because of that, because he's a He's, he's, he doesn't want to make the bris, he's just, he can't make the bris because his brothers died because of circumcision, so he's not allowed to do the bris. Or he, he can't do the bris. Therefore, the Pasik is still telling you, it's not, not your fault, but still you can't eat the Korban Pesach. Pasik says, There shall be uh, one halacha, one Torah, one law, the native, and for the stranger who resides in your midst, which means that what, that anybody who uh, comes from to convert and becomes a Yid has the same halacha for, as the Yid. But we just said that before with regards to the mitzvah of Korban Pesach, Boyekezach Oretz, Rashi, Lahashviz Ger, Lehezrach, Avdashar Mitzvah B'Torah, this is coming to equate that the Ger, the convert, is equal to the uh, one who lives in Eretz, who 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 is a native, who's yid lachatchila uh, aflushai mitzvah b'toyrot, all the other mitzvahs of the Torah. Byasu kol bnei Yisrael, so all the bnei Yisrael did kashit tziva Hashem as Moshe as Aaron, like Hashem instructed Moshe as Aaron, Ken osu, so they did. Um, so the previous pasuk of byasu kol bnei Yisrael. Uh, talked about uh, um, that took place right away um, on when they were told. Uh, Rashi asked over there and Pasuk Chavches Perik Yud Beis it says over there after Moshe related to them what Hashem has told him on Rosh Chodesh so Rashi asked over there V'chikvarosu but this was told on Rosh Chodesh and we're actually wondering in that Rashi Maybe this is talking about that it took place later. Uh, that took place on on on, Erev, uh, on 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 the 14th. But here now it becomes clear because now that it actually took place, it's written over here. This is the place where it says Vayasu Yisrael That's actually the actual action that took place. That took place after the. Uh, the this is the pasuk telling us on the 14th. But the um, the previous one by Yehovah Yasu, Rashi explains that that is that Kibla Leim, Mylal Makeleim Kilu Asu. That's why it says that Kilu Kilu Asu. But this is the pasuk telling us that he actually did, as Hashem told him, the whole instruction of the Korban Pesach. Pasuk Dun Aleph by Hebatzim Hayyim Azeh, and it was in middle of this day. And again, Hebatzim Hayyim Azeh means. As Rashi says in another place, that be'etzem, be'etzem ayim, that means the middle, right in the middle of the day, smack in the middle of the day, that is be'chatsois ayim. So be'chatsois ayim, ha'itzi Hashem, this is the Rashi, where Rashi says that be'etzem, by Moshe Rabbeinu, that when he died, be'etzem, that three times it says be'etzem, Rashi says over there, 
Um, and, and in both cases, Hashem said, anybody can stop me, uh, let him stop me. And it takes place right in the mid smack in the middle of daylight. So, Hashem has take, took out the Bnei Yisrael from the land of Egypt, Al Tzivoysom, with their with their legions.